Okay, okay, okay. Versatile Vigilante, Young Vince, Uncle Vinny. Have a very, very interesting guy in the building today, Hayden Curry. How are you? What's going on, brother. How's it going, dude? Going well, man. How have you been? Can't complain. I just sat in traffic for an hour, but that was fun. Toronto traffic, man. It's fucking wild. It's wild. It hits you. But, it's um... Sorry, what are you going to say? No, it's just crazy. It's crazy. That's about it. Yeah. That's about it. So, Hayden Curry, very interesting guy, like I said. You might see a, a bottle of rum sitting on the table I right think he has spice rum, LCBOs, Alberta, soon to be the States, East Coast. You know what it is. Just grab a bottle. You'll love it. It's delicious. 44.4% alcohol. Made in Toronto stockyards. Now they know. Love that. That's a promo. We got to try it, though. You haven't tried it yet. I'm dying to try it, bro. That's okay. why I introduced it right away. I'm like, Boom. let's crack this ASAP. Yeah, we got to try it, bro. Here we go. Okay, one second. And there's no chaser in here, no juice. Just straight Just DS. Straight DS. Cheers. Cheers, bro. Oh, fire. It's good, huh? That's very good. Uh, before the podcast started, Hayden says got a whiskey feel. Definitely does. Yeah, I mean, like, so we don't add sugar back into the rum after, which a lot of spice rums do. So that makes it like a bit syrupy. Right. So we don't do that. We have a lot more like complex uh, flavor profile. Like we have like six different spices in it. So you're getting all that. I always try to get people to try it on the rocks first. Yeah. And then after that, you know, do what you want. I'm a big rum and coke guy, so. I love it, man. That's actually the sugar and spice rum is typically why I'm not too much of a drinker of that. This is perfect. Well, everyone, everyone has a story about like getting too fucked up on it Releasing and then puking. The cracking. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of those nights. Oh, always, bro. But yeah, no. Me, and my partner Chris Jacks, like we've been on this concept for a while. So Chris owns Nickel Nine Distillery. Okay. So I partner up with him. So my film production company partner up with him. And then we created this, but we wanted like, we're sitting at my bar one time and we just wanted a spice rum to just be on the rocks. And that's not normally how you drink it. Right. So we're just trying to fix that and switch it up. But yeah. I like the idea. that. That's I good. think hits me right in the heart, bro. That's what I would drink on the rocks. Well, what do you usually drink? Whiskey. Either yeah, straight or on the rock. Anything, bro. I got a bottle of Crown there. I like, uh, I like pretty much every whiskey, just not on the sweeter side. That's my criteria. Do you like bourbon? Yeah. Bourbon's I good. like bourbon. Yeah. I'm a huge bourbon guy. What about like an old fashioned? Not really. Really? Not really, bro. Oh, wow. Um I love to drink too. I'm gonna be upfront about yeah. that, but I just never was a big mixed drinks guy. I like right. to either sip it, shoot it, or drink beer. Dude, is that Pamela Anderson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> that was my first crush. That was the last white girl I was in love with. Nineties Pamela Anderson is top notch. How old are you? I'm twenty six. Okay, I'm thirty five. But yeah, no, it's still okay. Good. Bro, even at like shout six, out seven twenty five year olds. Shout out the whole gang. Yeah. Um shout out Pamela Anderson. Dude, she's, for sure. she's wicked. Canadian. Oh, bro, I love her. She's man. the best. I'm really trying to save the wrestling talk for later. She sure. had an awesome wrestling angle back in the you day. You know what? I didn't even know about that until I started rewatching uh Crazy, right? What's his face? Kevin Nash's podcast. Great podcast. For some reason I didn't realize that she was involved. And I was like a heavy wrestling guy. But I was like the Hulk Hogan dude and then got out of wrestling and then i got back into when bret hart and Shawn michaels had the, like their crazy feud have you been watching um a and e's been doing biographies uh, are you talking about the Shawn michaels one i'm talking about all of them but the Shawn michaels I've, one was fire I've, more so like beyond the mat Excellent like the vice too. one um but i've seen the Shawn michaels a and e one 
and it was pretty heavy. Crazy, right? Like I didn't know he was like a drug addict. For Crazy, a while. bro. Yeah, insane. So I can talk about wrestling all day, and we will talk about it sure. more. But I want to learn more about kind of how you got into Island Diaz in the first place. Yeah. Okay. So legend has it my my nickname is Roger Diaz. I got that. Do you know the rapper Buck Sixty Five? No. It's like a Halifax guy. He's Buck He's got Junos. Like he's a Canadian like staple. Okay. Anyways, Shout I was in one of his videos, and he named me Roger Diaz in like 2008, and it just kind of stuck. So since then, I've named my company Roger Diaz Films. Um, I go by Roger Diaz, and at like you know three in the morning, I used to have these parties at my condo in like 2014. I'd just make a fake drink called the Island Diaz. I just hand everyone like Island Diaz, Island Diaz. At first, they were like really good, and then we'd run out of certain things. It'd be just like Jameson and like Grey Goose. Some jungle juice type oh, shit. Oh, it was gross, yeah. But, I mean, they, no one cared, so. But after that, um, I just kind of, like, kept going. Like, I'd go into bars and people would know who I was, so they'd just give me an island, quote-unquote, Island Diaz. Or I know the bartenders, so. And that just, I mean, I just loved the name. So I started doing ads for Chris Jacks, who owns Nickel Nine. And we are you know, we had good chemistry, and we just figured we should do something together. So that's where this thing was born. That's unreal, bro. It's, yeah, I mean, it's fucking nuts. So indirectly, it was born from partying. Yeah. Partying took us there. That's entrepreneurship, It's, it's crazy, right? I love that. Yeah. Was uh, Were those parties in Toronto? Yeah. Uh, well, I used to live in L.A. for a bit, too, or during those times. So I was making some Island Diaz's in L.A. and a little bit in New York. So it traveled with me. Okay, and then so I, I was directing shows across America, and, and my crew would just we'd always have Island Diaz's. And it'd be like, at that point, we were really into moonshine. So we'd have like moonshine and uh, what's the tequila, like margarita mix? Oh yeah. It wasn't the greatest, but it was, it, it, it got you fired it up, got you fired up for sure. It was great in other ways. There mm. we go. 100%. So you mentioned your, your, you have a film background. Yep. Definitely want to go into that. But the question I had for you with Island Diaz that I wanted to ask you was, how's it been kind of, going into a completely different lane than you might be used to? Uh, I mean, challenges with everything. But, so Chris kind of handles all production. Okay. So, you know, we came up with the recipe together. He obviously knew more what he was doing. I would just kind of taste them. But, so he handles, like, you know, the bottle bottles from filling to product uh, done to, like, you know, to the stores. Whereas I kind of handle all content. Which I've been doing for, you know, I've been in film for 15 years. So content's just like second nature to me, right? So I just wake up every day and just try to do as much content as possible. And I think that's our that's our whole angle. Like we did 90 pieces of video content in our first year, so 2021. Um, and it's, I mean, it's definitely like pushed us forward pretty quick. You know, like within one year we've, it's, it's really trippy just to think about it, but like we did Dragon's Den based off like how much content we we're pushing like they thought we were a company that was around for more than a year right um we've just done a lot of collabs with a lot of different people um we got in the lcbo within four months which usually takes people like you know one or two years um and it's going really well by the way so check your uh, local lcbo if it's not there ask for it please demanded um and then i also have a, like you know being around bars and having one i just know a lot of bar owners so they've obviously like loved to support it we're like in around my neighborhood manikent churchill um lakeview 
Uh, I mean, there's Garrison. just a Garrison. No, but it, we could be. I should be. I should talk to them. Yeah. Do you like Garrison? Uh, I like it because this past weekend I walked by and there was a punk show. It was just. Are like you into punk? Not. I like punk, but I wouldn't like go dress up and stuff like that. Yeah, Everyone yeah. was dressed up. I'm like, this is sick. This yeah. is a vibe. Definitely a vibe for sure. For sure. Very much a vibe. But that's sick, bro. You know what I like about what you were describing there? Your your partner in it has a skill set. You have a di- another skill set. Both use it to push the brand even further. I love to hear shit like that. Well, we also have so my one of my best friends growing up, Iqbal Singh. He's he's a lawyer. Mm. So I met him when I was like fourteen. So I definitely trust the hell out of him. But he's been doing all my contracts since I started in film. So we got him in right away. So he he's a partner with us, and he just handles all legal, which is great, especially dealing with alcohol. That is huge, man. That's a big thing. Yeah. So content production and legal so it's all in-house all in-house each member of the team has a clear role Eh, i mean we all kind of dibble and dabble here and there but um really like me we're all trying to sell it to everyone yeah like any bar that we know um all our friends so but eventually maybe we'll have like roles right (laughs) you know like no one no one's gonna do a photoshop thing or no one's gonna edit a video out. That's kind of that, my thing. Yeah, yeah that's, but you got that stamp. Totally. Shout out Island Diaz, man. Go buy some Island Diaz. It tastes excellent. I'm gonna be sipping this throughout this whole interview. Big shout out to the brand. Boom, thanks. Um, First time trying it too. I love it. I love it, man. This is very good. I'm not paying him. Yet. Yet. <laughs> soon. Soon. Um, no fire. I love it. Keep doing your thing with this. Um, excellent. Thank you. Filming game. Yeah. I know you've done interviews before. I was watching an interview you did in the past, but just for vigilante audience, talk a little bit about how did you get involved in, in making direct, making films, making videos in the first place? Uh, so, like, I think skateboarding was, like, the main culprit. Mm. I always, like, kind of liked acting. I thought I was going to maybe pursue acting, and I figured out maybe I should just direct first and then put myself into things. So I got into film school when I was 18. So I'm originally from Wasega Beach, moved to Toronto, 18, went to film school. Uh, the only real knowledge I had was just filming skateboarding, which is not real. I mean, it's it's enough. Now there's a lot more knowledge out there on YouTube, but right. I mean, you know, this is 15, 16 years ago. Mixtape days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic shit. Totally. Like VHS mixtapes. Yeah. Um, Film school and then just kind of getting on set. I, I just knew that was kind of the route where you had, just had to like volunteer on set, you know, do that for a while. And then just, I was always doing my own projects. And I still am. But that's the only thing that really like skyrocketed me to, to direct. If I didn't do that, like it was not just, you know, putting money into myself, investing in myself at an early age, I don't think I would be a director. I think I'd still be, not to say it's bad, but I'd probably still be crewing or like shooting right. or that kind of stuff. So That's interesting. Do you feel like it was because you weren't going to get cast in something or you just felt like I've got to just have creative control over this shit? Yeah. You know what? I don't even know. I just figured I got a lot of weird ideas and creative ideas. I think I should just kind of go that route and just see where it takes me. The acting thing was kind of like a childhood stuff like dream now it's i mean i do it because i have to because you know with the brand we we started during covid so you couldn't really just have actors at the studio so i just decided i'd just play all these people um 
So that wasn't really like the the end goal, but now it's just working. So that now that's kind of our brand, which is kind of funny. It is cool, man. I mean, watching the watching the ads and watching all your videos, like it's very interesting stuff to see. Like a clear theme in a lot of stuff with mm-hmm. alcohol commercials in history. It's been hot girl drink, and that's pretty. Yeah, much we got it, you no know? hot and, girls. And, 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 and or like the Dosaki's guy, like just cool yeah. ass guy. Yeah. Yours is like a little short film. Yeah, and I'm like, this is fucking creative bro you Thank don't you. see that Thank every you. day yeah i kind of like you know i used to direct a lot of sketch comedy i still do so i kind of implemented that uh like across the board especially with the characters like the hank the hunk guy yeah uh gary diaz all these ken zipperman it just kind of fits in really really well right um and it's just it's almost easier for me like i write those like the night before we shoot them and i edit them that night so they're out the next day Love that. Which is crazy because I've done bigger commercials like, um, you know, Jack Link's commercials where they don't come out for two or three months. Because, you know, once you shoot it, then there's There's post. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and obviously that's the route you have to do it. But like with a small batch distillery bottle of rum, you kind of want to just get shit out. You know? Very relatable. That's how I am with this shit. Yes, you're you're a filmmaker too, yeah? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I film this. Yeah, it's making films. My guy, oh. there we go. Yeah, I, um, are you a film buff? Like, not really, dude. Yeah, um, I was in film school. I was like, you know, watched all like the the, the ones you had to. Now I kind of just don't really watch that much. Stranger Things, love that. Um, Ozark, but like, very rarely am I into um, episodic things or going to see the newest movie, which is unfortunate i i just rather kind of work i like that man that's very interesting because i think the cliche answer would be yes like no but i should be like i shouldn't even said that i should just been like yeah dude fucking i don't agree though bro because your journey is your journey bro you and you obviously have a vision too so it's working you know um i think that's also cool because maybe you don't have as many outside influences and you're able to actually develop a style you know true true um i should actually send you my movie the film student movie. I watched a chunk of it yesterday. You I did. was dying. I didn't watch all of it, but I saw a part of it. And I was dying when you go to the classroom and you start drinking out of the flask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking legendary. <laughs> uh, that was a while ago, right? We yeah, we shot that in 2012. 2012. So, so it's ten years. And it's on your YouTube for anyone that's watching. Full length film. Yeah, feature. Hour and a half. Free on YouTube. No excuse. Free. Free. Talk about that, bro. That was your first film you ever made? Yeah. So made a bunch of films before that, but like that's the first feature. So we did that 2012. Um, everyone in that movie is basically my friend. So okay. we just kind of, you know, some of them are actual actors, but most of them are just friends of ours. I like by the sorry to interrupt. I like the Toronto like backdrop too. Is all Toronto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love that. Oh yeah, we There's shot like Toronto Public. What was it? some art? place or something like no, that no that was uh that was an orangeville we just we just like vfx that there we go yeah film yeah. tricks film tricks um <laughs> pardon me yeah so that was that was the craziest experience because you know we we went in there with no investors so except for scotty scotty taylor he put in like five thousand bucks into that Shout and then scotty. later on um sebastian kennedy and zach dalmage be, came on like i would say the second block of shooting Okay. Um, as producers and yeah but like the first chunk of it like actually for two years while we we're like editing and reshooting things it was a nightmare for me 
it was it was fun it was great and i have a movie but like it was it was tough really tough was that because you had more responsibility Less, than you ever no, had? No money and just like, yeah, way more responsibility. So like you, you were directing and producing? Me and TJ Derry co-directed it, co-wrote it. Um, we were both in it too. He's the French guy. Okay. Hair. Yes. Uh, so we were doing everything. And then like when we had to reshoot stuff, you know, I'd be doing sound. He'd be shooting it. It was, it was just chaotic. So I always remember it being like, oh, boot camp. Yeah. But like watching it now, I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's funny. Would you say that that was a huge part of like getting better as a as a filmmaker? Yeah, that process. Yeah, I would say before then, because um, we edited it too, right? Yeah. So before then, you know, we would do a project, or I would do a project, and it would just be, you know, tedious editing, like hours and days. And um, after that, so that's you know, with the on the DS stuff, I edit all that stuff. So we'll shoot, you know, five or six things in a day, and I'll just edit them the next day, within like two or three hours that's huge it's it's super huge we usually do two takes if i know i got it we just move on because again i'm not trying to make stuff that's going to like live on tv forever it's just i need people to see things see the logo yes. and just yeah and as long as it's funny like they're who, who cares in tw i mean in 2022 that's what it is like totally. you need to be consistent with the content for sure and mind you you know we do the bigger ones as well but like i just want to be in everyone's feed at all times exactly. you know whether they delete me or not i don't care it's just I want to keep pushing. So, yeah, it's really, really hard to kind of keep quality over that. But, again, my writing is pretty good. So I, I, I know, like, people are laughing. And people want to keep seeing what's happening. Yeah. So it's just fast content, you know? Yeah. But. You need something like that, bro. And a, a liquor brand is so good because it's a crowded market. You need something to yeah for sure stand out a bit like there's a lot of cool bottles a lot of good alcohols good products but totally. marketing i think is that thing that takes you to that next step 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. and like yeah that's that's again why when we were first thinking about it you know i was gonna handle like the bigger commercials and just you know do one a month but then i was like fuck it let's just go balls to the wall like yeah let's get it yeah no one's really pumping content like we are you know, we kind of slowed down. We kind of brought out the bigger guns now, but even to this day, everyone's kind of telling me I should be just more TikToking, which I got to figure out how to do. Oh, bro, I completely Dude. agree. You need to be on TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's not that. It's not that bad, bro. I was a TikTok like denier at first. I got on it. I'm like, it's not that bad. You know what? Don't I just don't want through it all day. I just don't want it on my phone, but I think I need it, so I'm gonna just, just get Google a second it. phone just for TikTok. Yeah, there TikTok we go. Phone, trap phone. It's in the budget. There we go. There we go. Um, it's interesting, too, because you said your film was 2012. It was completely different at that time in terms of content. Like, you mm -hmm. needed to... Like, it wasn't as easy as to put shit out as it is now. No, like, no. I'm sure you could have done that same film now in a completely different manner than what you it, did at the time. Yeah, it probably would have been this way. Now. Crazy, right? You know, in like... 10 years? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, I was, I was talking to my partner about that, too. I was saying everything's got to be vertical. As much as I don't like vertical, it's just, you know, that's more real estate on your phone. Yeah. So, and you're trying to take it up. Um, yeah, I just can't see myself doing a film vertical, but, who, I mean, who knows? Yeah, never say never. Yeah, right? Fuck. Um, but, yeah, no, man, it's been... it's been Since then, like, I'd, I'd say, you know, I started in 2006... I guess 2007 did the feature in 2012 you know did a fucking shit ton of music videos beforehand um still do them once in a while but that film was really the thing that just kind of like i knew i why i was directing you know 
um, and it, it had to be comedy. Yeah. So okay. From there, did a bunch of commercials, um, did some shows. I used to direct Food Factory USA. Um, I was on those shows for like three years, so I was basically touring as a working director in the states for like three years. I'd be in Canada like one month a year. Mm. So it was different hotels like every other day. Um, it was it was tough. It was a lot of work, but. You know, even that kind of taught me a lot just because we're working just with people like regular people. So they're not actors. So you right. got to figure out how to get something out of them. But from there, yeah, I mean, when COVID hit, we, you know, pushed this super heavy and and now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. COVID's over, I'm pretty sure. In my, my fucking world, it is. Not That's for sure. Yeah, totally. Hell yeah, bro. So you moved to, where'd you move, LA for three years? No. Um, I moved to LA for maybe two or three months, but in the like for three years, I was just in the states, like just, just moving. Yeah, hotel to hotel. So we would be in a different city every three or four days. How was that lifestyle for you? Yeah, it was wild. It was crazy. Yeah. I was single, so um, yeah, it was a little bit of a wrestler lifestyle there. Yeah, it was fucking uh, something else. I'm glad I'm not doing it now. Yeah, you know that was you know seven years ago, I guess eight years ago. I asked that question because um, traveling is sick, but sometimes it's not glamorous at all, bro. Like to go from somewhere to somewhere all the time. Like, I feel like that. No, could for get sure. Taxing. Like even my girl, she loves to travel, and I always find like now traveling to me is sort of just you know maybe PTSD of just hopping on a plane every couple of days. Yeah. Um, but now I've you know I haven't done that for so long that I'm just now relaxing because it's, it's not work anymore but before i just always thought work 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 right, right. so finding especially as a freelancer you're always kind of it's in the back of your mind like you always need to find the next job too right so getting on a plane you think you're going to work but you're just supposed to be chilling and you're you don't know how to do that so right before yeah. the commercials were you how were you kind of making your stuff like was it how long after film school did you start to kind of get paid for shit um Kind of like maybe three months after. Okay. But I was, I was PAing though. Okay. Like production assistant, which I think everyone should do. Explain what that is a little Production bit. assistant is basically the bottom of the barrel, but you're able to learn everyone's job because people bring you over there to the trip department, to the camera department, and just kind of like get you to do stuff. But you're getting like 200 bucks a day. Not bad, but like you're, yeah, you're kind of like, any film student I feel like gets into uh <laughs> A PA route and they're just they you know you're not directing right away and that's the misconception so but it's good it, it, that's what I did I climbed the ladder and I know what every department does so I'm not like rushing this person rushing that person I'm giving the proper time and I think it's it is really really important you can't just come out and be a direct I mean you can people do it I just didn't do it if I did that I wouldn't really know much so uh, very relatable, bro. I'm I'm big on that type of shit. Like, yo, take your time to learn something. It's not. Uh, you don't have to jump super deep into the deep end, you know. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Just pay your dues. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, people respect that. I f I feel like a lot more. You know, they see you climbing the ladder, and then they're more like stoked when you're exactly when you're doing shit. So. Especially when they've done that, even in whatever field that they're in, completely separate from yours. I think there's a common kind of respect. For there. sure, for sure. It's like yeah. It's like the guy that owns the company, his son comes in and he's the vice president. Exactly. Yeah. Horrible bosses type shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. There we go. Yeah. Um, you said comedy was what you always wanted to make. Were you like a funny kid, right? like a class clown type? Yeah, it was pretty funny. I mean, um, I was like, I got, I was never trying to get in trouble. I mean, we'd always get in trouble, but like growing up on Sega Beach, I feel like, you know, it's it's a totally different place than Toronto, you know. So, yeah, funny, but also not to the point where uh, I'm putting myself out there like I am now. Right. You know, like it's still a small town. There's still like, you know, well now there's more, but at the time it was like fourteen thousand people. Really, back then, I was yeah. We were doing comedy stuff. But it was more you know reciting movie quotes, and we skateboard, and that's about it. Right, yeah. bro. I'm thinking right now. You're. It's interesting because you don't meet a lot of people in Toronto from Wasega. Everyone goes to Wasega in yeah, the yeah. summer, but you don't. I don't meet too many people from Wasega, so I feel like that's interesting in its own. You know. It's, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's <laughs> fucking crazy growing up there. Um, well, the reason why it's crazy because in the winter, you know, there's the locals and I always joke like I've been you know in more fights with my best friend than like my enemies yeah. you know because there's nothing else to do yeah. so you, everyone just kind of fights there um, and then in the summer we just get in fights with all the tourists you know like all the you know Brampton Mississauga all these types of dudes with the done up civics it just happens you know there's a city or a town that has 24,000 people and then it has 124,000 people you know, it, it gets pretty annoying. That's crazy to think about, man. It's nuts, dude. I moved in when I was 18. So, you know, when I was 16, we were, we were going to all the bars and we were, yeah, it was just wild. But, like, yeah, that, that town's kind of, Ozark kind of reminds me of that town. Okay. In a bit. Yes, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah, I know. You've you been mean. to Wasega? I've been, but I've not been like a lot of people have. Like, I don't have any crazy Wasega stories or anything like that. I went as, like, a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I want I should go more. You should go. I, I don't go nearly enough as as yeah, much as let's I should. Go, bro. We'll do. We're going. You want to go tonight? Uh, we'll do a tour. Yeah, for sure. Actually, we should we'll do take that. A tour. I'm actually down, bro. Yeah. that would be good content. It'd be great. Got to do it soon. This is official. It's happening. Let's get it. Man. I'm going there next weekend, so yeah. Yo, I'm down. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, <laughs> might have some Osega content on the way. We'll keep you posted. Um. That was a question I've always wanted to ask, though. Like, for people that live in, like, a, a summer destination, is it a bit of a fucking rivalry when the, the city folk come through? Not. Uh, I'm good for now. Top that up in a bit. Um, it's just, like, a weird... I don't know. It's, it's a tough place, right? Like, it's... Some of the toughest guys I know are from there. Right. Because, you know, they're just... It's, it's, it's just, like, a totally different planet in a way. It's like a mini Miami. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I didn't really realize it until like maybe grade four, grade five. And I just noticed, you know, where I live, 39th Street to the main end was just jammed, packed with cars. And I just, you know, it's, it's, it's wild seeing all these people coming to your town just trashing it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. It is crazy, bro. Did that... Um did that have any impact? I might. This might be a stretch, but like, did that have any impact on wanting to make films? Uh, like seeing that kind of, kind of. No, stuff? man. I didn't know what I was seeing. To be honest, yeah. like when I was growing up there, I just wanted out. I just wanted to not be there. Okay. Um, but funny enough, I did write like, uh, well, I wrote the pilot, but in a whole season called Wasaga Beach. And it's kind of just like, 
guys that are still there um, and still dealing with the the Taurus. Is it a- sort of a comedy, but it's there's some dark stuff that happens too. Like it, the town itself has a little bit of you know a dark side for sure, for sure. Is that filmed or it's written? It's just written. Written. Um, COVID happened, and just kind of lost momentum. But yeah. yeah, that's a dope concept though. I like that a lot. It's yeah, it's cool, man, for sure. Hopefully, it happens at some point. I'm sure, it will. When you came to Toronto, was it like a kind of a culture shock for you? No, no, because like all my family lives in Toronto. My nana, um, my nana and grandpa, uh, they had a house at Jane and Wilner. Mm-hmm. So I would be kicking around there like every summer. Um, so no, it was different living here though in a way that I just, you know, I didn't have a car. It was like, you know, I run out of cars. Right. Just rode the bus, went to film school. Uh, I just found when I got here, it was just a little bit more accepting in a way. You know, like it, no one's really in your business, which yes. is, yeah, interesting. Like you're just, yeah, yeah. Like Toronto, I find is, you know, shit happens, obviously, and shit happens everywhere, but it's for the most part, it's pretty like chill, pretty respectful. 100% agree. Um, I like kind of like there's a thing where I think yeah no one gives a fuck but that's pretty free no one gives a fuck like could do your thing totally totally always like that about yeah, the city yeah it's great like yeah just dress however you want to dress and I don't know do the rest of it yeah exactly. <laughs> do the rest do of your it, thing right? bro do your thing um, I, I, I feel that when did you start with the music videos because you got some you got a really good catalog of, of the videos yeah. oh, dude I've done hundreds um, I started actually through Jane and Wilder Oh, so I knew all the guys there. Um, yeah, so film school, I started, you know, meeting a bunch of more rappers, and and I just would just network with them, and it was an easy way to make money because they needed a video, I needed to better my demo reel. Yeah, you know, whether it was, I think we used to do them for like five hundred bucks, and I just go with a camera to like Jane and Finch, uh, Victoria Park, and like Finch. No, does that make sense? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it does. Yeah. All over the city. We just go all over. So, um, tons of stories about that kind of stuff, too. One time, we, you know the Johnstones? Yeah. Yeah, so I used to direct all their videos. Yes, I saw that on your website there. Yeah, so we actually did a, uh, a fake hood video. And we went to Wilner, where I was from, so I knew the guys there. And um, I got them to come down to be in this midday, but we had a bunch of fake guns. And the, the whole precinct got... Holy fuck. Dude, it was wild. So when this was happening, I I was like, oh, they, we, we just got to tell them it's a joke. And Ryan Long, you know Ryan Long? Pretty familiar. famous comedian now. Like He's living in New York, but he was like the lead singer of the Johnson's. Okay. So he ran over, and then they drawed guns right away. And then next thing you know, like 14 cop cars are there. We're all getting beat up. They're kicking my camera. They're, they have us all arrested like sorry all cuffed on the ground is middle of february kicking us asking us for if we have drugs on us it was insane um the craziest part i had my friend darren who's deaf i used to live with a bunch of deaf guys that's i guess another story 
So he was like uh, right beside me, and they were like, "Put your hands up!" And they didn't know he's deaf, oh. so they just kicked. I'm like, "He's deaf!" They're like, "Shut up!" And they <laughs> kicked me a bunch, and they started kicking my camera. Like, "What's this?" And I'm like, "It's a kid!" Like, "What are you talking about?" I had a bunch of weed on me at one point, so I ditched the weed. They're like, "You got any crack on you?" It was Holy fucking. It was wild, yeah. So, anyways, they pull you up, and they pull you up by the cuffs, obviously, because they're fucking crazy. Throws against the fences, and I'm like. I ended up talking us out of it because my license plate or my license still says Wasaga Beach. So they're like, "Are you from Wasaga Beach?" I'm like, "Yeah." yeah." They're like, "Do you know where you're at?" I'm like, "No, I'm I'm in film school." Blah blah. They're like, "This is not where you should be doing this." I'm like, "All right." So they ended up letting us out, and then the guys that I was that I called that were living in the buildings, one of them was in the car. So I talked to one of them. I'm like, "Dude, if anything, you got to let him go and just take me because I I can't let that happen." They ended up letting him go, but like, yeah, I was ready just to like go down, and and then I was like, sorry, dude. He's like, oh, this shit happens all the time. I'm like, well, thanks That's for being understanding. Fucking crazy. It was bro. crazy. Well, we had we all had gun charges. I was gonna say what happened because the, if the guns were fake, what would they have done? And they you gave, they gave you gun charges. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know why, but wow. they eventually got like dropped. But yeah, my one friend got pulled over, and yeah, he had like a. A warrant? Yeah. Holy It was crazy. For a gun. Mine, I don't think mine ever kind of popped up anywhere. I think they dropped it soon enough. But, yeah, it was it was insane. So That's crazy. I thought you were going to say, like, yeah, they just told us to fuck off. And no, man, they beat the shit out of us, wow. dude. Yeah. yeah. And they gave you charges. I think by accident. <laughs> you know, they knew the guns were fake. I think, like... Just to fuck with you? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I got to look into that, maybe. That was so long ago. That was, like, 2010. That's a fucking crazy story, it was, bro. Yeah, it was wild. Did so, like, yeah, if you got a video, I'm not going to your head, you know. Did I you? will, but, like, I don't want to. You know, two things. One, I've had other uh, directors in here before that shoot rap videos, and they always say the same thing. Like, be careful, like, where you are. You've got to know where you are physically. Dude. Like, they always say that. Oh, for sure, for sure. It's yeah, fast. a lot of these guys, you know, like, they, you know, I've been around them all. And they are, you know. A lot of talk of big game, and then when shit comes down, you, it's it's your own life, right? So yeah, be careful. Yeah, really. You strange. know, and I, trust me, I've done videos for every one of your OGs. I've probably done a video with them or talked about doing a video with them, and yeah, so it's 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 fucking crazy. It's crazy, man. It's crazy it's now. You know what? Now it's like I I look at all these young directors and like yeah, get some money, but yeah, be careful, or just whatever do whatever you want yeah but there are consequences that's I can be yeah yeah it's, it's getting that way i yeah. feel but did that situation kind of make you go a different direction at all <laughs> no not really just keep doing I, it. no i still needed to make money so i just kept doing it but um how does the music video process work was it labels reaching out to you did you have kind of a, a contract with a label like no uh, there would be some label stuff okay but you know if 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 a guy in a hood that had like two grand we'd just go and sh- just write a it. concept and and go shoot it there or wherever you wanted to shoot it um yeah we a lot of just networking yep. yeah um yeah because back then it wasn't like it is now like toronto was not really where it is now you know like 2010 2009 2008 2007 like no one was getting paid. Like, Drake wasn't really there. He was no. there, but he wasn't. So it was until Drake kind of did what Drake did. You know, now labels are popping up here and there. But, 
yeah, it was no one was really tossing money how they were, and there was no streaming either, so there's no way to make True. money from. Yeah, you from couldn't rapping. really upload anything that. I mean, yeah, YouTube was kind of there. But yeah, but like, even then, like no one had to, knew how to use it. No, you know, like so. Yeah, I mean, we back in the day, we would get you know local rappers on uh, Rap City, like bunch of music, yeah. and that was like a big feat. That's sick. Yeah, like when I, I was like, "Fuck!" I used to watch this all the time. I would be and geeked about that. It was man. it was dope. It was super dope. But like again, there's there's no no monetization with you know rapping back then in Toronto. But now there is, and I, I feel like there's a lot of good content coming out and a lot of good you know music coming out of Toronto. I would agree, and you touched on a good point there. It's definitely established, been more established over the last decade or so. Like Hundred percent. No conversation. Totally, totally. Like you know, Rolling Loud's coming here. Crazy, right? That's nuts Crazy. it's not that you know what no it's good it's amazing but yeah like that wouldn't have happened no it know? shouldn't be crazy but it still is yeah, yeah 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 totally totally i like that man um i was watching i was on your website too going to do my doing my research Perfect. and i saw a platform yeah the short film so platform is a it's a short film like co-directed with um uh, Terry McLade and Sebastian Kennedy actually produced it who nice. helped me produce film student um, but that yeah that was like a dramatic piece but mm -hmm. that like killed the festival circuit it was excellent bro thank you yeah. I loved it yeah I loved it um, I'm not gonna lie the first time I watched it I didn't quite understand it yeah watch it a little bit I watched it again I read a little kind of bio of it I'm like oh okay yeah it's I like it's pretty uh, I liked it a lot I black kinda, and white. Yeah, it's it's fucking. Is it black and white? Or dark? It's very dark. It's dark. Yeah, it's not black and white. I don't think. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm fried. <laughs> very likely. You might be colorblind. <laughs> I don't know. It was still fire though. Uh, no, I liked it, bro. Yeah, that was a that was a crazy thing. We rented the subway for two days, which was. I, that's what I wanted to ask you too. Like, was that actually in the station? That's so crazy. Bay Station. There's Lower Bay Station, which they rent out to all the movies. Mm. Yeah, so we rented that out. But dude, it was not cheap. It was like twenty two grand for two days. Holy with fuck. with the you know the second day having the train for six hours or four hours or something. Wow. So we shot a lot of that stuff without the train. Right. Obviously, movie magic, you know. Yeah. But, um, and then yeah, that was that was a pretty crazy task and actually we shot that march no february 2020 so covid was happening but like we were in the subway station no mass you know and then I, i'm pretty sure i quickly flew to la uh mid-march and i came back as soon as like we got locked down which is also wild that is wild you accomplished a lot in a pretty small window there yeah it was scary like when i was flying back i didn't know what was, what was happening yeah you know? With no ha World hand sanitizer, change, yeah, no toilet, no paper. toilet paper. I was worried. Shit a lot. Not a high point in humanity. Man. Yeah, no, it's not fucking at all. crazy. Um, so you you guys made that together. You co-directed it. Mm -hmm. How do you like co-directing? Is it something where it's like I'd rather be on my own or? Um. No, I mean I didn't mind it. He was so Terry's uh, like seventy mm. or something. Interesting. Yeah. So he came to me and Sebastian to kind of kind of like execute it so we were co-directing but you know he was behind the monitor and I was kind of just like going you know sergeant right. all over the place running around um but no he he trusted me so that was good uh it was his concept originally and then we just kind of like made it work 
you know, cool. or made it work to, to his liking. So, um, and then, you know, I've co-directed with, with TJ a lot. Like we did the last campaign together too, the Island Diaz, so, what's your Island? Did you see that? I may have, I let her go back. Yeah. A lot of content, too. bro. A lot. Yeah. Right. It's crazy. Love it. Um, yeah, I like it. I do like doing stuff myself cause I just, I, I work quick and I like getting stuff out as soon as I think about it. I think that's the best way for me. I don't like sitting on things. Otherwise I'm just, I get like less motivated about it. Yeah. Um, maybe even stressed in some way. Yeah. I just like getting stuff done and getting it out. Very yeah. relatable. Yeah. And I think that was going back to like that mixtape culture, even for music. I think that was the spirit at the time. Like, let's make this and put it out. It wasn't so much like strategic. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely came up on that type of stuff, too, so I feel what you're saying on that. Did you grow up here in, in Saga? Yes. Okay, yeah. cool. But I, I've i lived in Saga my whole life, pretty much, but I've been on the Etobicoke border my whole life. Yeah. So I'm fucking a 20-minute drive to the city all the time, so that's why I tell people, like, bro, I'm actually closer to Toronto than Square One most of the time, you know? You're closer but to Toronto than I am. It's interesting. Somehow. It's interesting and I live shit. in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting city, man, Yeah, like, from my front front of my house to the back, it takes me, like, 15 minutes. Really? No. no like, <laughs> but it could. It could. You got a good poker face. I mean, I you believe me, perfect. Uh, not so not so we have people banging on your door, but you're an Ossington guy currently? Yeah. Yeah. Very unique part of the city. Um, very interesting part of the city. How you like living out there? It's it's good. I've been there for about six years, I guess, and hanging around there for I don't know, eight or nine. It's it's good. You know, we all know each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty friendly. I mean the weekends get fucking crazy, but um I've seen that street just kind of glow up like like super gnarly, like in a good way. I was talking to my dad who's lived in the city his whole life and he's like Ossington used to be nothing like there used to be no nothing. nightlife there nothing. it was it was yeah no which is wild to me because now it's like fuck that's the spot crazy yeah that King Street yeah real shit when you moved here from you moved to Jane mm-hmm. and then did you go downtown after that what was your next move uh, I went to the beaches went actually. to the beaches okay which was in like a totally different vibe. Have you been to the beaches? I love the beaches. The beaches is so chill. Love it. One time, me and my roommate, we moved a TV in, and we we had both doors open, like we like wedged them both open to get this TV up our stairs, and then we got the TV up onto the cabinet, and we just fell asleep on the couches. Both of us fell asleep on the couches <laughs> for like six hours. I swear. That woke up and like the doors were like no one came in it was it was i was like okay i'm finally safe <laughs> it's <laughs> it was, a cool place it's crazy man. yeah um lot you know i lived there for like maybe three years and then i moved to scarborough so warden and danforth yep. the cataract area um for maybe another three years and then after that i moved a little bit more deep scarborough no i moved back to the beaches and then i moved scarborough and then i i got the those shows in the states so i was just like Gave up my places, lived in the States, then went to King and Shaw. Mm. And then from King and Shaw, now I'm at like Austin area. Dope. You moved yeah. around a good amount. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to see where you live too. Totally. Totally. I mean, I love the beaches. I just don't think I could live there now just because all my friends are West End. Um, and it's just, there's nothing that I can, I mean, I, I like it. It's just, it's too chill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I, uh, you ever been to Vancouver before? 
yeah a i lot. got that vibe there too i love it mm-hmm. but i'm like i'd rather come here to chill than to live i think yeah i shoot a lot in vancouver my sister actually lives out there nice. and my girl her family's or a lot of her family's out there okay sir. so yeah i'm out there uh pretty often you like it out there i love it i can see myself moving out there once i'm like don't have to hustle at all. It's a very cool place, man. Yeah, every time I'm shooting out there, I, I, I lose my mind because no one's on things, you know. They'll get to you like a day later or whatever. Yeah, it's like hippie, hippie island. Very much so, yeah. but it's still like a pretty big city. It's a big city, but everyone's just chill. Chill as Which fuck. maybe I should be more chill. I don't know, but. Man, when I went, so that was my first place I went to after like COVID and shit. I went last summer. Yeah. Because um, the flights were super cheap last year. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if you remember. So I'm like, okay, let's go to Vancouver, man. I was like taken aback by how chill it is. I'm like, this it's, is unbelievable. It's crazy, dude. Yeah, like again, going out there and hanging out is one thing, but going out there and shooting, and where everything's got to happen like this, it's it's a different thing. You know, you get stressed out. Like I know, like a lot of producers out there, they have you know rain days, so they're like they they budget in a, an extra day. I'm like, just to chill. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> but I guess it does rain a lot, but it's still, I mean, I just uh, yeah. Are you a Seinfeld guy by any chance? Love Seinfeld. They're like Love Newman. Seinfeld. They don't work in the rain. They don't work in the rain. No. <laughs> no. Newman doesn't work in that the rain. That is a fire idea where I'm going to work with that excuse. Let's tomorrow. just go there, dude. This is we're working too hard out here. That was honestly though, that going to see that because I've been to other places, but in Canada there's never been another place where I was like really like struck by like yeah. Vancouver. And I'm like, wow man, this is very interesting place. Dude, it's beautiful out there. Like, again, once I'm, again, I've been hustling my whole life and eventually I'm going to have to stop. I hope, or I hope I can stop. And yeah, I, I live out there for sure. Sick place. You know? Because, yeah, I just want to like chill out and then that's the place to do it. Man, you have a fucking uh, ocean on one side and mountains on yeah. the other. Like, that's unheard of. Totally. Yeah, totally. And it's still in Canada, which is. Yeah, that, that was exactly, that was the thing that kind of tripped me out. So the hustling thing. Feel like you're kind of addicted to the hustle in a way yeah i mean i, I kind of just was forced to hustle as a, at a, like an early age in a way you know like selling cigarettes out of my locker or i i was actually telling someone i used to sell crispy creams in mm. high school so i used to drive in wasega beach you couldn't get them so i'd drive to barry buy boxes bring my locker in collingwood where my high school was and sell crispy creams right? how much was the crispy cream rate at the time uh, fuck, i don't even know this pre-inflation you know this is like probably 20 years ago so 20 bucks a donut yeah right (laughs) no i i don't know what it was i think it was more in bulk too but dope yeah always had some sort of hustle going you know i like that was that okay i'm gonna again take a stab at something was that because you felt like you didn't want to ask anyone for anything i'd rather just go do what i got to do dude you couldn't ask anything for you know you couldn't ask anyone for anything really because no one had anything right like in a small town it's not there's no real rich people right i find you know um maybe the town's over but like yeah we you're fending for yourself really so it's yeah which is good man it it definitely taught me you know how to hustle which is it's great and i'll hustle all day absolutely bro because you can take that with you and whatever you're doing totally island diaz roger diaz whatever you're doing some other diaz yeah joey diaz joey gary um one other character i wanted to bring up um now i'm blank on the first name the hunk character hank the hunk hank the hunk yeah talk about hank the hunk dude hank's lit right now bro yeah we gotta chill hank out like he's getting me too wasted um (laughs) yeah no hank's doing stand-up comedy he's doing he was rapping you know the elmo combo hell yeah yeah shout out uh t dot turnups 
So they um, they threw the show for you know Kofi Drake's Drake's new Kofi. okay yeah. okay okay um, out Kofi but uh, yeah they threw a show for him Ethan Torrance was um, on the show and he's he's actually part of the Island Diaz team so he's on your page yeah he's a sick rapper um, and Hank was his hype man so Island Diaz sponsored that one which is pretty fucking awesome like it was wild like I haven't been to a rap show in so long. Like like a sick. Toronto rap show, yeah. you know. Like I was at the Elmo Combo every other weekend, like for years. Um, but yeah, that was that was super exciting. Uh, and Hank just you know shut it down as he would. That's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, Hank pops in and out, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A couple more Island DS shots. Yeah, yeah. See yeah, you might see Hank. Yeah, let me, I need him a little Hank, bit more. Hank might be in the car. We don't know. Hank's in the car. Uh, no, I love that, bro. No, but Hank again, dude. He's done a couple stand-up comedy. Like he, he did the comedy bar, the comedy lab. Um, shout out Ben Davies. Yeah, cheers. Ben Davies, shout out to you. Shout out Ben. I love that. We're actually gonna do a Hank the Hunk again. I've never done an Indiegogo or like a GoFundMe or whatever, but I'm gonna do one for Hank. Okay. Like Hank the Hunk, uh, short film, like a ten-minute short. Fire. That would be fucking fire. It's gonna be good, dude. Really. Good. Um, and it's about him trying to become a stand-up comedian. That he found his excellent. new calling, Hank the Hunk, the stand-up comedian. But nobody's laughing. That's the tag. That would be excellent. It's gonna be good. I'm, I'm sold. It's gonna be good. I'll, I'll send you his stand-up. It's uh, it's interesting. You know? it's good. I just like the idea of you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like I've got it's, a character I want to play. Oh yeah, I could go film this. And yeah, yeah. Out. Like I yeah. love that. Idea. I always kind of forget about that. But even I was just with my partner. We were doing some stuff at Red Bull. Um, and we were just chatting about like how much content we kind of put out and how you know it's valuable for sure. Oh, yeah. But it's again we don't really think about how fortunate we are to just we have a whole studio, we have a bunch of cameras, lighting, and we just think of something and just put it out. You know, it's, there's no one telling us we can't do it. No. You know, so that that's that's great. It's very true, man. I think that there's a bit of people that are caught up in will this content get seen by everybody and that's a factor but i think you got to do it first Just yeah do i don't think first. about that at all you can't, i don't think you can yeah what are you gonna do you'll never know you know what dude I, I got blinders on like for the first time in a while you know like directing commercials you always want to see what other directors are doing right um but for this like other brands i just it's not that I don't care. It's just I, I don't care. I gotta focus on. You can't on afford to care, bro. No, okay. man. Like we're 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 you know we're climbing at a steady rate and we're, we're doing everything that we want to do and it's working. Like people are following it. People are buying it. People want more of it. So we're just you know focus on that. Um, and you know shout out the competition, but you know we're uh, we're top three. We're not three. We're not going for number two. So big facts yeah i love that no that's, that's great bro that's what i really wanted to talk to you about too the fact that uh music video director film director producer maker of alcohol a fucking wrestling like gimmick or whatever hank is uh <laughs> like literally you could do all of that shit yo hank's really a real wrestler to. though he's actually wrestled yeah super kicked you oh know what super fuck. kicked is hell yeah i've been to a super kick dude show. watch this really quick let me see this but just to finish my thought, you can do whatever the fuck you want yeah. to do. Long story short. Yeah, sorry, you can. No, that's that's as fucking that's crazy, bro. Dude, this is fucking wild. Toronto has a great wrestling uh, community as well. Just 
Oh fuck, dude! Huge. Like I, when I we uh, sorry when uh, when we were into wrestling, like me and my older brother, we would uh, we like you know all the kids around the area. We would just have our own wrestling like league. Um, my brother's older, like three years older, so it was mainly his friends. But I was like the um, the light heavyweight. And my dad worked at this factory, and he would just grab wood, and he built his wrestling ring in our backyard. Sick. It was fucking crazy. Backyard so, wrestling. Yeah. Like, Love it. Like, for real. Hold on, i got to show you this. You'll die. Holy shit. Yes, I wrestled for a whole day. That guy's massive, too. Fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hank just got tossed over the top rope. I'll send you this. You, you I'm gonna have yeah, put it up. Yeah, no, it was, that was hard, dude. The next day, I was like, "Holy fuck, dude!" Like wrestling, it's real. Oh my god, it's real bro. as you and you and me, bro. Like that was fucking crazy. Um, you were like kind of a lifelong wrestling fan. In and out, dude. Like as soon as Bret Hart got screwed out of WWF, I went to WCW, and it just wasn't really the same. Like no dynamic there. So you switched sides. I still watch the other one, Scott, and I just like Scott Hall and, I love and Kevin I love those guys. They were great, but like again, I just kind of dropped it all. Yeah. Um, and then I got really heavy into skateboarding. Um, I was always kind of into skateboarding, but like after that, I was like, "Fuck it, we're just yeah, we're not wrestling anymore." So now I'll watch like the old wrestling, and then sometimes some of the new stuff, but I just I can't really get into it. Isn't definitely not the same as when you're a kid. It's, uh, yeah, it but like, yeah, I don't know. There's still like grown adults that love it, but I just oh, I, yeah. I don't believe the characters as much. I guess. No, no, no. It's you know, it, it's, it's it's trends happen in your life. You know, it's like for sure. change. Yeah, for sure. Shout out wrestling forever though. That's for uh, sure. yeah, definitely a big part of my heart for sure. With, That's where Hank started. You know. Yeah, because I saw him with fucking pretty legit looking belts. Oh yeah, European I, yeah, championship one, belt. Yeah, one summer Fire. I spent like twelve hundred bucks, probably more on belts. I love that you got the European championship. I got. I had the European. I had the Intercontinental, yeah. the World Wrestling, and the Tag Team Championships. Yeah. So I got all those belts because those are like my favorite ones. Um, and then my lawyer's friend bought me or bought the World Championship for like three times the amount that I paid for it. Same. So immediately sold it. Uh, so I haven't bought that again. But yeah, that was yeah spent way too much money on those things. nah fuck that that's an investment <laughs> like they're, yeah but they're the knockoff ones though too they but they're still like though. 300 bucks each yeah no they're, 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 they're yeah. massive too they're, they're crazy yeah yeah with the skateboarding stuff um were you a harold hunter fan by love harold hunter my Legend. favorite movie is kids thank you bro kids i had to show mad people kids because they just didn't get and it like their photography was kids and they just didn't understand where it came from Bro. So I just like I usually usually have like kids like sit down. Kids with is kids. the movie that I've said to everyone that I've ever met who asked me like what's your what's a film that you want yeah. to say like kids is the one bro. It's crazy. It fucking blew me away. Crazy. Dude, my my cousin Dean who was actually one of the best skateboarders I've ever seen in in the person. He was four years older than me. Like he would be pro, like ten times over. He's amazing. He showed me kids and I was like. 10 wow that's young but that's when it came out i was like what i thought it was like a horror movie 95 i think right 96 95 96 or no 94 mid 90s something like that it's like when supreme kind of came out like they were that's that was that era right yeah but man excellent fucking film the best the best film 
I agree. I agree. You know what hit me about that film, bro? Definitely want to stay on this topic for a minute. Um, I knew kids like that, bro. Maybe not as fucking, like, fully crazy. I think even uh, their director said, like, yeah, most of the time it's not going to happen all in one day, but this shit did happen. And I saw that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I definitely saw stuff like that. Yeah. That's what hit me. It was very real. Yeah. Well, a lot of people thought it was a documentary. I know. And Leo Fitzpatrick, who now, he owns, like, an art gallery in, in Manhattan somewhere. Oh, yeah? Telly? Um, Telly, yeah. But, pe- like, he was working at a skate shop, and people would call and threaten him, threaten to kill him. I heard him say that. Yeah, pretty wild. And the uh, Casper was, like, really, really in the scene. Like, really, yeah, he was real sick, like, yeah. real skate. And then, you know, Harold as well. Um, both of them passed. I know. But, um, yeah, like, again, like, those their style really changed like that that whole movie when when skateboarding was that that was what i was into you know i i was born a little bit after it but i definitely would have been into for sure i'm a guy that really never skateboarded in my life i love skateboard culture bro yeah lords of dogtown one of my favorites like i love the kind of rebel rebel side of things yeah it's again it's like with with island Diaz, just do whatever you want um you know we might get in trouble sooner or later but like we're not really going or trying to get in trouble but we're just we don't really want to be told what to do what kind of trouble do you mean like legal trouble legal stuff you know like you're not supposed to like i don't know drink alcohol in a commercial that kind of stuff we you know we know not to do but like who knows where you're not drinking apple juice yeah, well, I mean, this is not this is, this is this is real life, baby. There we go. Yeah, there we go. This is real life. I feel you. It, I think that that rebel spirit is important. Even with re- wrestling, was the same thing. That was the reason For I sure. liked wrestling too. Like, yeah, rebel shit. Totally. Like, fuck it, man. You know, I never liked the clean cut like super. What like, is? Yeah, what is? Oh, I guess like. Like Superman, Superman shit. I, I never cared about that type Batman, of shit. Batman, though. Batman's... He's dark. He's a city he's dark guy. guy. He's yeah, a yeah. dark hood guy. He's a hood guy, yeah. I yeah, like for that. sure. Of all of them, definitely. <laughs> I like I like that grimy shit, bro. Totally. Totally. No, he's... Yeah. Even, um... I, I still thought your short film was pretty grimy, too. Like, th- that's why I said dark, like, yeah. uh, platform. I thought that was grimy, like, hearing the subway noises and shit. Like, I love city culture. And for sure that type of stuff is what sits with me you and know? trust me dude like once you know once things start happening more like i got some wild shit to bring but right now comedy's a lot easier to get out a lot you know yeah for, for me sure. but yeah the drama stuff it's definitely you know we all got we all got dirt and we all got stories so real shit stay tuned stay tuned did you like any other harmony korean shit yeah um i like all of it really uh yeah. I, I thought he did a really good job on Spring Breakers. Loved it. I, wa- I, I watched that by myself in the theater. Loved no it. No one wanted to go, so I was like, fuck it. I'm a um, huge Riff Raff fan, too, and obviously, like, I was seeing James Franco. I'm like, is he Riff Raff? I'm like, I need to go see this. Yeah, you know... Um, so good. Riff Raff, I think he's, like, vegan now. Sober and he's vegan. Very interesting yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, what's the other one that came out? The Beach Bum. I thought that was good. You know, there's other stuff like Gummo, obviously classics. Crazy. But, uh, fight harm is something that have you heard about this no so he would just get people to fight him it never really came out um yeah interesting <laughs> he's not a dude, big though. guy either that's funny no he i suppose he's got his ass kicked the whole time but, I uh, think so. yeah for sure um but yeah definitely like an, an interesting dude mm-hmm. in a way of being weird which i liked you Me know too. and like again i didn't 
didn't really understand how he's doing like comedic things like the beach bomb and that kind of stuff but he's just you know he's allowed to do whatever he wants like myself like yeah i'm doing comedy now but i might be doing dramatic stuff later have you ever been on sets though like maybe a music video or something where you're like ah this is this is just not what i like to do but i gotta do it just i committed to it yeah, I mean, you know, we all get to do a lot of cool stuff, but then you still have to do stuff that you don't want to do. Yeah. That's just that kind of part pay, of it. Bro. For sure, it's just kind of part of it. Like, sometimes you sign on a project and it doesn't turn out to be what you want to do, but, like, you got to look past that because it's, it's selfish if you're just thinking about yourself. Like, you know, people are paying you to be there. They're paying you to pay attention, paying you to this and the other. If you didn't want to do it, just don't do it. I, you know... 40% of the stuff that I have to do, I, I don't love, but I committed to it. If I didn't commit to it, then, like, whatever, but, yeah, yeah I got to, I gotta you know, show up and show out, so. And I think that's what makes you a professional. No, for sure, and again, business. dude, like, there's been a million times where, like, I shouldn't have taken this, but, again, that's my fault. Yeah, let's yeah. and let's do it. Yeah, it. let's do it, let's get it over with. The worst, though, is when they just, it takes forever to do it. That's the way bigger part. commitment than you. Yeah, want. yeah, yeah, yeah. This Packs. this one day turned into four months. You're just like, oh man, fuck me. Real shit, because yeah. you're right. Like a short term thing, it's like, all right, I'll get in the. Let's yeah, just get, get it in and out. Let's do it. Go. Yeah. But then it stretches. Oh my god. Like, oh, the stretching, bro. Takes for, oh. forever. I find it's more on the lower budget things. Yeah. It's always the lower budget or the the no pay, is always the stuff that I kick myself in the ass. And like half the time, I'm like yeah, fuck it, I'll just go in, I'll help them, and yeah, it'll be good. And it's like yeah, it just wears you out. Yeah, you know. So I kind of I started saying no to a lot of that kind of stuff. Again, like if instead of doing those, I could just work on the rum stuff or nice. or get more jobs on the other side of things. So yeah, yeah, man. And you know what? I think that's you mentioned like a, a young director should start as a PA, and you know gain that experience i think yeah all that watch other people is, fuck up you know exactly. like like that's that's the main you. thing like you know you don't want to make all the mistakes yourselves because then you're gonna get blacklisted but if if you can watch me do what i'm doing and i fuck up or something then you know not to do that yeah and actually in the other interview i was watching with you i think you said listen if you fuck up just own it the worst thing you can do is try and to say you didn't fuck oh yeah and and i've seen that, that a lot a lot of young young people try to just like you know push it on to someone else and at the end of the day that's not even just directing that's just being a person mm -hmm. like just yeah you Everyone fucked fucks up. up just yeah totally. take that out for sure for sure yeah. was uh directing a, a good test for you of like dealing with different personalities yeah i've learned i can deal with pretty much anyone so um and I always find like directing is more just having a conversation with someone mm -hmm. and being making them feel comfortable around you, you know. And I, I feel like I, I'm just naturally good at that, you know. Um, getting something out of them that's really on them too, you know. That's not just me. Like they have to bring that, but you know, letting making them trust you is a is a huge part. Absolutely, so. you can take them to the water, but they got to drink. It's kind of cliche gang. Let's go. I love it. Can't love say it. I made up that line, but I believe you, it. dude. There you go. That was the first <laughs> so time I heard that. Love it. Um, no, that's real, man. And you know what? I think that's a skill too. That's gonna help you in fucking anything you do in the future as well. Oh, for sure. Meetings with the alcohol. Meetings with fucking other people. Well, Huge yeah. Thing. Again, like, did I think when I started film that I was gonna have an alcohol company? No. 
Um, I was doing a bunch of NFTs last year. We sold a bunch of NFTs last year. Did I think I was going to sell digital art? No. Sick. Did I think I was going to make a movie? No. Did I think I was going to... You know, like, it's yeah. just like I always think about what the 10-year-old version of myself would think about. You know, like, I'd, I'd be like, wait, what? I don't drink booze, but that's pretty cool. Yeah. But, you know, like, it's, it's all about doing stuff that... I don't know. It's just cool. Like, I, I had no intention really to do stand-up comedy, but then it just kind of happened. But I'll do anything for the brand, too. Yeah. Right? But it's just, you know, checking off. It's not even my bucket list. Maybe it's someone else's, but I'm still checking them off. Facts, man. Yeah. You know what I say to a lot of people, too? At the end of the day, you'll get a good story out of it. For sure, Fuck bro. It, man. For you can sure. talk about this after and be like, this was wild. It was fun. Yeah, dude, doing stand-up comedy is fucking out of control. How Have you done that once or more? I've done it twice. But within the last, like, month. Oh, yeah? That's a new it's venture. New. Yeah, again, I've been working in comedy for a while. I used to throw stand-up comedy uh, uh, nights at Man of Kent with Mark McNally. And, um, yeah, so I've been around it for a while. A lot of my good friends are comedians. But, again, it doesn't, like, negate, like, me getting up on stage and doing it myself. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. It's, How was that rush? It was good, man. Like again, I, I'm I'm dressed up as a character too, right? So it's there's a little bit more to it, but right. yeah, it's I wasn't nervous in the slightest though. You know, I just I, I went up there and I just did what I had to do and Killed got it. Shit. But like again, it just I really just fucking talked about the brand a bunch. Smart, you know. Smart. Um, excellent. That's excellent, man. That's a real business. Yeah, for sure. It's Promo. again like that's that's why it's uh, yeah, I could be nervous, but really I just I got to do it. Hell yeah. You got to do it. You ever take a shot or something before you go on? Uh no. No. I try to do that kind of stuff sober. Yeah. Um yeah, you kind of get like not as quick. 100%. You know, and I I talk a lot with the audience, so I want to make sure I'm like yeah. a little witty. So yeah, no, no. Natural the rapping high. thing, though, the rapping thing was like fucking. That was Get fucking. Old. Yeah, yeah. We were we were doing tons of shots in the back. There we go. With like twenty people, it was great. Party vibe. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Love it, bro. So, yo, we're uh, we're at up over an hour now. No That's way. Crazy, right? Wow. Time flies and you're having fun, right? Anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to promote? Plug? Just this, dude. I'll come back, but just Island this, because I, I kind of forget everything else, but this is it. Who designed the label? Oh, Jake Carruthers. Flames. Tell you one story. So I wrote a strip for Jake, and he did this. So it was like straight up pirating. Um, yeah, no, he's fucking so talented. I love that. It Parrot was that Parrot. It's and, oh, the Treasures has on the back, too. Yeah, dude, Jake's lit. Rum and Pirates go together well. Yeah, rum and anything, dude. Yeah. <laughs> rum and anything. Here we go. Um, what uh, What's another good drink that people can drink this with, like other than Coke? Let's say, uh, like a dark and stormy. Uh, one actually is the spicy Diaz daiquiri. So instead of just a daiquiri, which is lime juice, simple syrup, and rum, um, we do lime juice. Must be fresh. Um, a spicy simple syrup mm-hmm. so you're just like adding um chilies into your your simple syrup but very easy to make habanero bitters and then rum and it's very very tasty that sounds good yeah i'm st- everyone's kind of getting into the spicy kick. i like spicy more than sweet so i think that will yeah you'd like it then yeah, yeah. And it's good because this is kind of like this is a sweet rum, but like it kind of adds not, something. Not, I, I would drink this shit, bro. I like it. Perfect. Yeah, I like it. We're yeah. in Saga. Are you? We're in Square One. We're in um, 
in yeah, the LCB over there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sick. What a bunch. Island Diaz, man. That's going to be the major. This is it. Thumbnail. Gang, gang, gang. Boom. That says fire, bro. Yeah, that's about it. Dude, that was fucking fast. Time flies, bro. Uh, how'd you meet Tyreek or die? That's one other thing I wanted to ask you, actually. Shout out to Ty? Bro. Yeah. Yo, I love Ty. Legend. Um, through one of my favorite rappers, Looney Blue. Shout out Legend. Looney. Do you know Looney? Absolutely. Yeah, Looney's... Uh, Yo, did did you wrestle him or something? There was a yeah. flyer. Yeah, yeah, I didn't wrestle him. No, we... It was a wrestling flyer. <laughs> no, we... Uh, yeah, he came by. This was last year. Um, and we just did, like, the promos, like, him against me. Sick. It was I, good. Yo, that, Looney's the best. Uh, I'll, it's somewhere. I gotta watch that, bro. I actually heard of him through the through Tyreek. Like, recently? So there's a how do you know Ty? You ever heard of Aaron Martin? Super dope Toronto art, Brampton artist. She painted this actually, really, oh, and she wicked. makes unreal music. And uh, Ty opened for her, and then that's how I heard of him. And then okay. through doing some research for his interview, I saw him and Looney Blue had an interview together. Really okay, interview, yeah, yeah, by yeah. The way. Um, so yeah, yeah, Looney's a legend. Yeah, he is a legend, bro. Legend. Um, but yeah, no, I met Ty through Looney, and then I did, uh, you know, the Kardashian track? Yeah. I did the video for it. No way. Did you see it? I have, and on the podcast, we talked about the thumbnail with the, the thumbnail girl. I had nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with that one. 10 but, out of 10, though. But yeah, but, uh, yeah the, um, the video, it was just, it was so fun to do. You, yeah. It's, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's I'm going to go watch that again to get a different, I didn't I, know you shot that. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, no, that's that's the first thing I did with Ty. And then, you know, we, we've been helping each other out here and there, but uh, yeah, I love Ty. He's, He's a legend, Hello, bro. Man. Shout out to Ty. Shout out to Tyreek or Ty. Big fact. That's how I found out about you. I know. Yeah. The universe is very small, it's a circle. but very rewarding. It's a circle. Anyways. It's a circle, man. Island Diaz, Hayden Curry, Roger Diaz, what other name? Hank the Hunk. Shout out everybody. Shout them all out, bro. Brett got screwed. Brett got screwed, dude. <laughs> that actually fucked me up, dude, for sure. Man. I watched that. Like, we Especially had as a Canadian. Yeah, we had pay-per-view. It was fucking the worst. Well, yo, they were... It was like Canada versus the States, too. Like it was... Yeah, we're in Montreal. Yeah, man. Ah, dude. I don't even want to bring that up. <laughs> Shout out to Brett. Versatile Vigilante. Uh, is it at Island Diaz on IG? Yeah, Island Diaz. At and then, and then uh, at what's your island for the uh, the the promo page? Dope. At what's your island? At Island Diaz. At Versatile Vigilante. Let's get it.